Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. In this week's episode, meet my friend Maya Washington. She is a hoot, and this episode will have you in stitches. Sometimes we take the long road home. She said, I tried everything, BJ. I tried metaphysics, I tried mushrooms, you name it. I tried it, only to find that the thing I was looking for was right in front of me. We call this episode, Girl, Just Read Your Bible, Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. I appreciate so much, Maya, you're digging in, but I know this is you. So, girl... How are you doing? What do you want to talk about today? Let's let's get this party started. Okay. Where do I begin? <laughs> let's start with I was born and raised as a Catholic. My mom is a hardcore Catholic Filipino woman, okay? So we had to go to Sunday school. We had to go to church every Sunday. And I will say that I I never enjoyed Catholic church. I went to a Catholic school. There's nothing there's nothing religious, there's nothing like spiritual about it. Like there's nothing about walking in the ways of God about it. It's literally from my experience, mm-hmm. it's rituals, practices, um, because in in Sunday school, I never actually read the Bible. In Catholic school, like we never read the Bible. I think they were quoting from the Bible but we never actually read the Bible. And we also studied world religion. Um, we studied all the other religions, but uh, okay, so that is the background. Um, so because I was raised in a Catholic church, we always said these things that I never questioned because I had been saying them since I was a kid. Right. At the age of 18, I remember stopping in church, opening my eyes and looking around and, and saying to myself, what am I saying? <laughs> and if I recall, it was, I believe in the Pope. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church. I believe in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Now, I was like, I I agree with maybe the last three. I don't believe in the Pope because I don't know who he is and I don't believe in this establishment. So if I can't agree to what I'm saying, I should not be coming here. And I remember my mom being really mad at me and I'm just like, I don't want to go to a place that I don't feel good in. I don't agree with what they're saying. And so I stopped going to church at 18. And then I remember having to figure out my own way. Now I moved to Vancouver. I was 23, 23 when I moved to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I would still pray. I would still have conversations with God. And I attempted to read the Bible for the first time. And I did it like a noob. I started in, by opening it <laughs> like and reading the first page. And like, that's not how you read a Bible right? <laughs> when you are um, new 
to this walk. Mm -hmm. Literally, you open a Bible and it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, you read the story about the creation of heaven and earth, and then you end up in Adam and Eve, and then you end up with the genealogy of them, right? Like, who they gave birth to. And I'm just like, why do I need to know their names and how old they are? So I stopped reading the Bible. And then instead of reading the Bible, I'm like, I, re I need to read something. So I read The Secret. That book is a book of tricks. <laughs> and they work, but they're tricks. So I read The Secret, and I was reading books on quantum physics, and it was all talking about God, but in a very scientific way, which right. I enjoyed. Now, fast forward to living in New York with my husband, and I got a job as a cocktail waitress working nightlife. And I remember when I started working nightlife, I was like, yo, this is not a place for Christians. Mm -hmm. You are surrounded by alcohol. You're surrounded by drugs. You're surrounded by like ego. It's all about ego. Like who can get into the club? Because I was working in like these very exclusive clubs. Right. And they would like profile you at the door. <laughs> you would have these Wall Street guys coming in with their business suits and they're like, like coke cocaine and i had never seen people do coke or cocaine i felt like such a newbie like i remember one of the guys comes up to me and he's like a regular he he has this little necklace a little vial and he opens it yeah and he's like here here maya like i felt so bad because he genuinely was being like caring he's mm -hmm. like here mm -hmm. have some and <laughs> like i could see he genuinely was like it's almost like saying like here here's 50 bucks <laughs> and I was like no I'm okay and he's like are you sure like really he's like huh. <laughs> I was like what am I watching right now where am I and I just remember saying to myself this is no place for married people or right. Christians and right. I was married at the time so that's also when I started starting my walk with God mm -hmm. in the biblical sense um, I was reading all these self-help books the power of positive thinking, like is it the power of now, Eckhart Tolle, all these books, mm -hmm. they were all quoting the Bible. Right. The book I had never got around to finishing. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to read the Bible just as a challenge because I clearly love a challenge. Mm -hmm. So I started reading the Bible and I Googled how to read the Bible. I just did it according to what this site said and it right. worked for me. Like I, I managed to finished the New Testament mm -hmm. and when I was reading it I was really looking for the words of Jesus because I really like if he is the son of man if he is a child of God I want to know what he is saying right and so I was really inspired by his word and the Bible came at the perfect time because our marriage started to like fall apart and the only thing I had minus the positive thinking books was now the Bible mm -hmm. and um I remember like me pursuing this walk like repulsed my husband like he was so repulsed by it like I never even invited him to church and he would just say I'm not going to church with you and I'm like I didn't even ask you to because at this point I had learned it's not up to me like I have to give this over to God the only thing I can fix is me right. so if I can fix myself right. if I can work on me let's start there I remember there is a scripture before you deal with the speck in your neighbor's eye, oh, deal yeah. with the log that is mounted in that your plank, eye. And right? I was just like, that verse hit me so hard because we can spend so many, so much attention and time on noticing the flaws in other people. Mm -hmm. That's an opportunity to look at yourself and be like, if I can notice that on them, 
what am I not seeing on me? <laughs> like, do I got food on my face that I'm not seeing? And yes, you do. FYI, if you are noticing other people's flaws, you have major issues you need to work on. So I just remember like, yeah, he was just like, stay away from me. Like you religious, (laughs) contagious woman, you. Right. And um, I I tried everything. I tried everything. But at the end of the day, he did not want to be married to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wasn't wearing his wedding ring. He was introducing me to people as like, I think girlfriend or not even just like, he never said wife, and I remember getting so mad at him when we came home because we were at a club and he literally introduced me as my lady. This woman didn't know that I was, we were married. And I'm like, we're married. And she was like, oh. And I felt like so humiliated, so embarrassed. Yeah. And I just remember giving him an ultimatum, like either you're married and we work through our problems or you don't want to be married and we end this mm-hmm. because this yo-yo thing is not working anyways. Ended up in divorce, um, being heartbroken, but I remember giving everything I had to God while being a student and learning, because I was still learning. I was still new in this whole Christian journey. And so while I was reading the New Testament of the Bible, I was like, I guess I should go to church. Like That's the thing that Christians do, right? So I started to go to church (laughs) and I learned that, oh, there are churches that are not Catholic. There are literally no popes and bishops and their pastors and you can be married and have a family i'm like oh you can do that while teaching the word of god i didn't know (laughs) so i was doing that and again this was really just my walk with god i wasn't trying to indoctrinate anyone i was just trying to get right because i felt so off and up until this point like throughout my 20s things would happen to me like i was an easy target for car accidents for drama like always in fights and i just remember like i just kept going to church, kept giving what I could to God, tithing, doing all of that, and my life started to get better and improve. Mm-hmm. Now, when I started to read the Old Testament, sorry, I'm looking over here because my Bible's here. I started to read the Old Testament, and I was just like, blood, shed, chopping up body parts, sacrifice, what on earth? What on earth? And I remember just like being like, what is it that you want me to learn from this? And at the time I was like, okay, so there's a lot of sacrifice happening, a lot of blood. (laughs) We're not sacrificing, you know, dogs or cows or cats. And so what can you sacrifice in your life, Maya? And I was like, I can give up sex because at the time (laughs) I had shaved my head Mm -hmm. and I was just like, yeah, I'm Maya. (laughs) And you think you can hurt me by cheating on me? Well, I have control. I have the upper hand. So I was like sleeping with these guys and like thinking like this is my payback or this is my way to get ownership while reading the book of of God. (laughs) Anyways, um, so I remember being like, okay, I can give up sex. I should probably give up sex, right? I'll give up sex. So I did and I was like, God, I'm going to give this up, but I need you to come through in my life. And that was a very immature request, but I'm like, financially, you need, you need to come through because mm-hmm. like, I, I only have like X amount of like 200 bucks in my bank account. Like I was struggling. So fast forward to a few months later, I'm going to church. I'm, I'm, I'm giving like, first it started with a dollar, dollar, $2, $5, $20. Right. Right. I started to like, just give more. Um, and with the being like abstaining from sex, with the tithing, with the reading of the 
the word and prayer and going to church. Yeah, so I started to earn money that I didn't even know was possible. Like, And I just remember the moment when I had to pause. I had somehow ended up in the good graces of Prince. Right. I photographed his album cover, and I just remember him cutting me a check, like an actual check, and I was going to the bank to deposit said mm -hmm. check. And I remember getting my bank slip back because I had been working so much that I didn't even have like time to spend it. I just get my statement, and I'm right. just like, how did I get all this money? And I was like, what? Why do I have all this money? And then I, you made a deal with God. You said you were going to give your life over to him and he needed to come through for you financially. And he did. And I just remember bawling and crying because I had 200 bucks. Like I had so little money at a time and people were um, criticizing me. I had a meet right. and greet in right. New York City. Doesn't mean I had money in my bank account. Like mm -hmm. I was literally working as a cocktail waitress at this point, still trying to make ends meet. So to go from that to like, you know, four, five, six months later was like truly a blessing. Now, at this point, I also relocated to Los Angeles and I continued my walk with God. I went to church. It was about me mm -hmm. and my relationship with God, just getting right with God. And so I got baptized in Los Angeles. And again, like the pastors aren't perfect. The people aren't perfect, but I'm like, I just want to go to a place that's filled with positivity, filled with people who want the word. Right. Cause I know energy changes. Yeah. Like you can affect a whole city, a whole neighborhood with prayer. So I was doing that. Um, but then the pandemic, the pandemic, <laughs> the rabbit holes. Okay. Now, I had always been aware of new age living in Los Angeles. Like I got crystals. I, I never gave these crystals more value than being a pretty rock. Like right. I never said like, Oh, like relationships. Like I'm going to like, <laughs> maybe I, did I, I don't think I did, but I always <laughs> knew like, okay, God made rocks, but pray, pray to God. And like the rocks look nice. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I said, so the pandemic, I'm going down these rabbit holes of like the supernatural. Somebody suggested Joe Dispenza to me. I looked into him. I was like, oh, astral projection. I want to leave my body and see what's out there. Like there's a whole world out there that I can't see and I want to see. Right. And I just remember um, we were watching documentaries on psilocybin, on, um, on psychedelics. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. But I was waiting for an opportunity for it to present itself. So I just remember having these questions and I always have a question for God and God always answers. So my question was, psychedelics are okay, right? <laughs> right? And then I fast forward to, okay, psilocybin. Oh my God. Like this is, this is a, this is a world that I don't know of. Um, I watched the silly documentary Zeitgeist. That was the start of a very slippery road in the silly documentary. Mm -hmm. They talk about a lot of things that I'm like, Oh my God, oh, the families, this, that. And then it gets to a part where he says, oh, and Jesus Christ, that story was just knocked off the story of Horus, an Egyptian thing who was born of a Virgin Mary. Did I fact check anything this man said? No. Did I believe him? I had a moment of like, oh, Jesus isn't real. But when I was reading his word, like literally in the Bible, the parts that filled me with love was a part of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so for this man to say, no, doesn't exist. 
was just a knockoff of this store. And I'm like, maybe, I don't know. And I was like, I started to go down that road. Right. And then I was like, well, if that's a lie, then what else is a lie in the Bible? I had questions, but I'm like, it's fine to have questions. But then I noticed that it wasn't producing any positive fruit in my life. I was just, you know, scared and filled with like, oh, there. it's good to know what's happening, to investigate what's going on. Right. But go back to your walk with God. Because God is the creator of all things. Right. And he knows what's up. Yeah. And he's not going to let you drown if you hold on to his word. Mm-hmm. So the, the word of God, the Bible, is a safety net. And so it mm. saves me in my marriage. This is through sheer trial and error. If it saved me through that when nobody else could help me, right. it should be able to save me through this moment. And so I was drifting away from the, the book, having all these questions. And I'm like, I don't feel good. This is not a good feeling. Mm. I was like, Maya, go back to the book. Mm-hmm. You never had a problem when you believed in Jesus and right. God, right. but you have a problem now. And you have nothing to stand on because if that foundation isn't there, then what is the new foundation? Mm-hmm. What is the foundation if it's not God and Jesus Christ? Like, honestly. <laughs> so <laughs> I started to go back to the word, um, but I was also reading other books, Holographic Universe. But I was just reading it with like, I was just open, an open-minded Christian Mm -hmm. being so open-minded what's the problem with being open-minded the problem is you start to take little things from different schools yeah and if those schools do not lead back to the almighty creator Mm -hmm. then it's leading you down a road that is very beautiful yeah that looks good that might even feel good for a moment but it begins to turn yeah And so, again, I have more questions for God. Does hell and the devil exist? Can can you imagine? Like, I didn't believe in, like, purgatory. Mm. I didn't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I was like, the way you're presenting it to me doesn't make sense. The way I have seen it now as an adult, as a 40-year-old adult, <laughs> it is very real. And that's what this world wants you to believe, that it's just this life. Yeah. You get to reincarnate as an animal, as another person. You get to do a do-over right. and make changes. It's like the answers that were revealed to me is, nope, this is the one life you get mm. and the choices you make. You have two options. Mm-hmm. You choose the path of God or you choose the path of the devil. There is no in-between, and that's the right. problem. I was like, I believe life is about experiences. And yes, it's about experiences, but you'll make your life easier if you choose God and you choose good over all else. Right. And I used to think that it was a boring life to be a Christian. Now I'm realizing and seeing that it's not a boring life. Mm-hmm. You get to experience a supernatural life. Mm-hmm. And that was the answer that God gave me. I wanted to experience a supernatural using a cheat, like a cheat code. And like, <laughs> I, I believe that um, psychedelics are a cheat code. Now you can experience the supernatural, but if you do not have the proper tools to navigate those spirits that you will encounter, Mm -hmm. you will be tricked and fooled. And now you have entered into an agreement to be in the presence of these beings. These entities. With ignorance. And if you are ignorant, you will make choices that are just gonna haunt if not you then your children and their children's children so um that was revealed to me and also like 
I guess I would say I was a lukewarm Christian because I made it about me right. and like my walk with God. And now what I'm realizing as a, you know, a, an adult mm -hmm. is, yes, it is about helping your own circumstances, but it's about bringing people to God because there is a purgatory and God does not want you there. It's so crazy. Like... <laughs> It's so, I could see it now because I never understood why are Christians constantly trying to convert and evangelize and they do it so heavy handedly, mm -hmm. but I get it. It's because there is, there is a hell and the only thing that scares demons and spirits and hell more than anything else is Jesus, like the word That's right. and belief in Jesus Christ. I was turning to books i was turning to entertainment like i love me a sci-fi i love me like uh what was i watching his dark materials like the title itself tells you what it is i was watching these things looking for answers and i just when god spoke to me i felt so embarrassed mm. that i was looking for this supernatural life right in these books in these shows mm -hmm. in these you know drugs in all these things but god Right. like all these like cheat cheats these like you know shortcuts and so now that i'm being brought back into the word and like a walk with god and this time i'm not going back come on <laughs> i have questions but that's fine god will give his <laughs> answers and he's been giving to them to me more quickly right it's easy if you don't know about god and jesus christ to be deceived by mm -hmm. fallen angels because mm -hmm. that's what they are but if you don't know this you are you are bringing you are inviting forces into your life yeah. that have nothing but godlessness for you okay mm -hmm. can you imagine for a moment sending your child as payment because this fallen angel is exploiting your goodness is exploiting your justness mm -hmm. that he's has to be like i don't want all my children to end up in hell because we're all continually sinning right how can i outwit the devil will you satan take my son as payment for blood yeah. as payment for all of mankind for their salvation so they don't have to go to purgatory satan's like yeah bet but now we're all like oh, i don't choose jesus christ why would i choose that like choose it <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't choose it yet choose to know more about god right and read the book that is in a courthouse for a reason like it's not just ritual, mm -hmm. it's, there's agreements happening. And so what was the other question I had? Oh, the one benefit from jumping down the rabbit hole that I got, I gained mm -hmm. was the law, the law. That was one rabbit hole that I was like, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. And that brought me back to the Bible, actually. Really? That's the thing that brought me back in. Okay. It was like, the Bible is the contract. This is why this is in the courthouses. That's and right. this is why it was in schools, it was in hotels. Like, do you remember a time? There was a time when they had Bibles in every hotel because they people sure went did. there to commit suicide. But a lot of them found God by reading the word. Hmm. They don't have them in, in hotels anymore. Mm -hmm. But how, how genius is it to think that after this life, it's either a do-over or it's the heaven that you make it. I realize like scientifically how God works because I'm always like a science nerd. Right. And I'm like, oh, God is so powerful and so great that our sin, 
the thing that makes us human cannot withstand him which is why he sent his son mm -hmm. and he sent his son to die on the cross because this is why the old testament now makes sense to me as like <laughs> i get older in my walk and i study the word oh my goodness what does the word say for the lord gives you wisdom and out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding that's right proverbs 2 trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not, not on, on your, your own understanding. understanding i was leaning so much on my own understanding filling in the blanks and like asking god questions yes mm -hmm. and that's good but like i get it i get it adam and eve are like beings that are put here and you have a choice to choose god over evil mm -hmm. and so now you have a tree and god says you can have anything in life you can have anything, anything. just do not eat from the tree of knowledge right of good and evil and Satan comes up in here and is like, nah, 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 don't listen to him. Listen to me. Listen to me. Right. Eat it. And you had a moment to choose and you chose to listen to a snake <laughs> instead of. And so because of that choosing that, mm -hmm. and God said, if you eat of this tree, you will surely die. Well, Adam and Eve didn't die. And so now there is blood involved. Like Satan wants compensation. There is a contract that's being executed through us right. and we have to choose. And the only, the only redemption, because we come from a family of sin, all of us, mm -hmm. the only redemption for that sin or the only redemption for that debt is Jesus Christ. And he had to send his son and he had to be crucified so his blood would fulfill the debt of all of mankind. So God yeah. loves us so much that he, he wants us to be in heaven. Man can deceive, you know, like I can deceive you. Um, anyone can deceive us. Right. They will lead you with their own knowledge and understanding. But if you're leaning on the word of God, God will tell you what you need to know. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. Always, I say thank you for joining me. It has been a pleasure to hear testimony shared this week, and we will be back next week for another incredible life story. Please check out my website, enoughasyouare.com. You can find all my books and all of my writings there. I appreciate again your time. I pray that God will be with you. And until next week, be on the lookout for the hand of God. Go ahead, Dave. Play us out. <laughs>